Welcome to the Braving the Waves podcast, stories of unsinkable resilience and resolving stigma. I'm your host, Michaela, and I am so excited to welcome you to season two. Each week, we will explore anonymous stories and poems, and sometimes you'll hear my voice, other times you'll hear others and their contributions. You'll leave with a refreshing take on storytelling that takes a deeper dive into a specific moment or experience. My hope is that it will encourage you to venture deeper into and perhaps share your own story, which you will now be welcome to do through our submission form. Thank you so much for listening. That's a step in and of itself. And I so hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hey everyone, I hope you're doing as well as you can be this week. Our poem today takes a deep dive into love, specifically all the things that it might and might not be. How far outside the box can we take the concept of love is kind of the general question that the poem asks of us, especially on the heels of Valentine's Day and Family Day, and since love is such a critical element of our well-being and mental health, this poem offers a few of my thoughts on what love means to both broaden and deepen how we think about it, namely as this form of uh, central current, really, in our lives. And so I will share it with you now. We already know that love isn't cherry red and bubblegum pink. Loving is verdant, brown, black, polychromatic, and slows when we're on fire. Love is not our illusion of being the only ones who can do it. Loving is looking through a one-way door into ourselves and therefore the world, choosing to never go back, all while knowing we can't anyway because we could never grant consent to ourselves to love. And yet, loving is saying yes anyway. Loving is letting love imagine via voice in our throat, pen, paintbrush, and hands with grace amid tending sticky webs of crises and our responses to them. Love is saying, I choose your life and your right to live long enough to fight. Love is leaning into that which won't leave you, not letting it leave you, challenging it to a staring contest, looking it in the eye when the world says, seeing other souls staring back wastes, pays, and spends too much. Loving is knowing that love is too large to fit any form we bind it in, but still trying to electrify love's thread in others by creating anyway, living if only to deepen love where we can. Love is the way to live with everything our pasts may never be able to give, even to today's us and we over here, not over there. Love imagines love when it isn't there or we can't find it in today's or yesterday's, and this is enough, plenty even, sometimes. Loving is natural laws stilt, 
the one we follow before we ever knew what it was, the way we fell before we ever understood apples and gravity and math. Loving is thinking about whether to use the claw or the face of the hammer every single time you find a loose nail. Love is the seed-saturated core that our laws lack and need the way plants rely on fungi and inseparable now so that we can find meaning and interpret and heal tension through pain in power's house. Yet, the question of our lives is always with us. Unlike gravity, can we choose to break this law of love? Do we have the choice not to follow it? Perhaps the true form of loving is agility, never forgetting to ask those two questions and tallying how many times we've answered Yes, but here's how many times we haven't. Okay. As usual, I'll ask you to breathe those words in. What do they make you feel or think? How did they connect with your senses? What colors or symbols did you notice? What meaning did you draw? Were there any metaphors that you were able to get in touch with interpretations or clarity or messages. And of course, I will offer some thoughts as well, although not quite as many because I really am hoping that everybody's able to bring their own meaning and interpretation to this poem especially. So kind of just from beginning to end, There's more to love, of course, than the colors, the marketing, the chocolates, and expectations about what it should or shouldn't look like. We know this, and we know that it means much more than what we see when we go through the aisles in grocery stores and really anywhere where it's heavily commercialized. And we also... Or I'm also noting, you know, the colors of the earth, the rhythms of the world, our bodies, and slowing down and pausing, and the fact that love isn't always getting swept off our feet rapidly or passionately, whether that's romantic or not, could be in reference to anything. And then I kind of introduce an interesting thought where it feels like an illusion to assume that humans are the only ones capable of love. And that's more or less a thought. I would love to hear what anybody else thinks, but I suppose it depends on your definition of love as well, which could include nature or religion, for example. And I also introduce this idea of a one-way door which is typically used in storytelling when a character makes a uh, drastic change, a moment in their life, our life, where we're so changed that we can't return to what was before we walked through this door. But with love, in relation to the thought above, or the previous point that I mentioned, as if it's innate, then perhaps the choice to go back doesn't actually exist. And so just some more uh, food for thought, I suppose, when we're thinking about something that 
is so difficult to describe. And the segment where I bring it into voice and our pen, paintbrush, and hands, this is not by any means a message just to artists. I think it's for everyone and anyone and in any form of experience or crisis, as is mentioned in the poem, that we continue to imagine better worlds for ourselves, for others, and for lives that maybe we won't ever be able to live. And kind of along those lines, in the same vein, advocating for others, advocating for those lives is love. And in some form, whether that's through art or not, doing that thing that you can't stop thinking about always, especially if it connects us to our humanity, is love. And we say our humanity because humanity is within us. It can be a verb and there are other people within us. And even with all of that said, any medium for creating is never uh, sufficient. But love and loving is doing it anyway. In hopes that we'll be able to offer something to somebody else or maybe even to ourselves in that creation process. And searching our pasts, which is sometimes a prerequisite for creating, not always, but searching our past, specifically our memories, may never be able to give us peace, liberation, but love helps and when it hasn't been there we can imagine it and this is powerful and interestingly we very much do love and we love and we are loving without knowing how it works without knowing a clear definition or you know perfect understanding of it shall we say and similar to the way that we do gravity before we understand it or even know what it is. And I think it's important to lean into that. And finally, we move into this idea that love is always being critical and asking questions and learning and unlearning alike, and that it's this thread and that we have to let it be so and not shut it out. We can't beat gravity if we're falling, per se. Although there are some interesting technological advances that have allowed us to do various things. But for the most part, we can't tamper with that law of nature. But we can deviate from love, and that's how love differs. We can choose not to follow it or align with its energy. But hope, I think at least, is awareness of how many times we have followed it, aligned with it, when we weren't required to. And with that, I will read our poem once more. Again, I want to emphasize that these are my thoughts and interpretations and 
more or less things that I've been thinking about in relation to what love really means and how to curate and practice it Um, because it's a skill like anything else and there are things deeper I guess meanings and ways to put it in perspective that are helpful and so I tried to give some words to the way that that flows through me and my life and my writing and speaking and all of those things so I will read once more we already know that love isn't cherry red and bubblegum pink loving is verdant brown, black, polychromatic, and slows when we're on fire. Love is not our illusion of being the only ones who can do it. Loving is looking through a one-way door into ourselves and therefore the world, choosing to never go back, all while knowing we can't anyway, because we could never grant consent to ourselves to love, and yet loving is saying yes anyway. Loving is letting love imagine via voice in our throat, pen, paintbrush, and hands with grace amid tending sticky webs of crises and our responses to them. Love is saying, I choose your life and your right to live long enough to fight. Love is leaning into that which won't leave you, not letting it leave you, challenging it to a staring contest looking it in the eye when the world says seeing other souls staring back wastes pays spends too much loving is knowing that love is too large to fit any form we bind it in but still trying to electrify love's thread in others by creating anyway living if only to deepen love where we can Love is the way to live with everything our pasts may never be able to give. Even to today's us and we, over here, not over there. Love imagines love when it isn't there or we can't find it in today's or yesterday's. And this is enough, plenty even, sometimes. Loving is natural laws stilt the one we follow before we ever knew what it was, the way we fell before we ever understood apples and gravity and math. Loving is thinking about whether to use the claw or the face of the hammer every single time you find a loose nail. Love is the seed-saturated core that our laws lack and need the way plants rely on fungi, inseparable now, so that we can find meaning and interpret and heal tension through pain in power's house. Yet, the question of our lives is always with us. Unlike gravity, can we choose to break this law of love? Do we have the choice not to follow it? Perhaps the true form of loving is agility, never forgetting to ask those two questions and tallying how many times we've answered yes, but here's how many times we haven't. Thank you as always for listening and engaging and being present and vulnerable through all of these episodes. I hope it's helpful. I hope the words are helpful. 
and at the least offer something else to think about when we come to this very big word of love that's difficult to put meaning to and difficult to practice when it's hard to put meaning to. And with that, you are always welcome to let me know in the comments on Instagram or through email what your thoughts are, any suggestions, really anything at all. And if you would like your moment or memory to be shared on the podcast, please head to tinyurl.com slash bravingthewaves, which is also, as always, linked in the show notes for you. Thank you again, everyone. Take care, and I'll see you next Monday. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Braving the Waves podcast. You can find more information about this week's content, resources, and related links in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love it if you subscribed, shared, or left a review and followed us on socials. And lastly, don't ever forget that you are unsinkable. Just being here, listening, helps you swim and keep your boat afloat. Thanks everyone. Take care.